Hello, everyone. Glad you've joined us for the Extra Point podcast today. It's March 23rd, Tuesday, and my name is Todd Stiles, one of the pastors here at First Family Church in Ankeny. And the Extra Point podcast is our opportunity to bring extra insight, some additional material into the text and or topic that we looked at on the previous Sunday. And today, we're going to be bringing some additional insight into what has been our topic or our text for a number of weeks. We've been looking at, both uh, in my time preaching there as well as in Parker Spoke Force, just the incredible unity that God brings about in His church, namely in Ephesians, He's speaking there to the Jew and Gentile, and describing how that through Christ and in Christ we are one. In other words, our differences are not what make us one, but our, um, our common faith and trust in Christ. That's what unify, uh, unifies us. And so we've been seeing this in several texts. It seems to be a repeated thing that Paul continues to come to again and again, using, of course, the pronouns you and we to distinguish between Jew and Gentile. And it's been a delightful set of weeks as we have just uh, gathered and rallied around this truth that the, the church is one body in Christ, regardless and in spite of our differences. And those differences should not be what bring us together. Instead, Christ is what brings us together. This does not mean that we minimize our differences in one sense, or do we maximize them? I'd rather say we neutralize them. We don't make them an issue at all. And instead, we make our spiritual um, uh, labels. We, we ask that the divine tags of Christian We let that be our trait and treasure. And so this is what Paul has been aiming at, really encouraging us and teaching us and showing us that it has always been God's design to unify into one people, the church, both Jew and Gentile. The question I'd like to address is this, how does that look practically when there are a lot of differences? Because um, they sometimes can be maximized, and in our current culture, they actually are. In fact, our, our, our society seems to want to only do that. They want to find all the ways we're different and make those the main thing and then expect that to unify. Uh, actually, it can't, and I'll explain more of that in another podcast, but just know this. How, how does a church then love each other Uh, and appreciate and honor each other when there are a lot of differences? Well, I think it goes back to understanding where the love that we have for each other, where does it come from? You see, loving each other in the face of differences, and we could say in spite of differences or regardless of differences, loving each other in the body of Christ is not a natural thing, all right? And we should, first of all, just admit that. It is a supernatural thing instead. Romans 5, 5 tells us that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And so we know that we love because He first loved us. That verse in 1 John is surrounded by verses and commands to love one another. And so whether we're talking about loving God or loving each other, it will not happen naturally. It must occur supernaturally. And the agent, the way, the avenue, the person of the Trinity by which God gives us the supernatural ability to love 
is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit who gives us God's love, who dispenses or shares God's love with us. And then we are able, in a Holy Spirit-empowered way, to love others. Let me bring some further credence to this understanding. You know, in Galatians, Paul would say that the fruit of the Spirit is, and he lists a number of things, right? But what's first on the list? The fruit of the Spirit is love. And so whether, uh, you know, you look at it from Paul's perspective in Romans and John's perspective in 1 John or Paul's perspective in Galatians, it's clear that the ability to love within the church, for Christians to love one another, which is what we should be known by, is not a natural occurrence. It's not something that you can manufacture or produce. It must be uh, brought about by the Holy Spirit, who gives us God's love and then enables us not only to love God in return, but then to love one another. So in all seriousness and sincerity, understand this, the best thing that you can do to love your neighbor is to get to know God and His love for you. It will not make you selfish. It will not make you inward, or um, it won't hibernate you or cause you to be a, 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 a monk, so to speak. Understanding more about God's love and getting to know God in a deeper, more intimate way having the eyes of your heart enlightened, as Paul would say in Ephesians, the the natural result of that is that as you see God's love for you, the Holy Spirit will allow that and cause that to have you love God more and love others more. So let's pray for each other within our own faith family here, that we will love one another well, that we'll love God well, and that will only occur because supernaturally the Holy Spirit is dispensing, sharing, shedding God's love in our hearts. It must be a work of the Spirit. When that occurs, we will love God well and each other well. Let me just add that if you extrapolate this concept out to its logical, and I would even say theological end, you'll see now why the culture will never find the ability to love each other apart from Christ. And, and you can see the culture striving so hard after this, this utopia where everyone's loving everyone regardless of right or wrong. They want to erase all the lines. There are no absolutes. Can we all just love each other? And, and yet it can't be done naturally. What we're going to find and what we're actually seeing in our culture is, is the opposite, that the more you try to make your differences the reason you love each other, you'll actually end up with more division. Our culture is headed that way. It's, uh, uh, you know, speedily racing towards the edge of the cliff in which uh, we continue to just make our differences the thing that we think will unify us, and differences can't do that. And that doesn't happen naturally anyway. It must be a supernatural work of God in which we are in Christ, and then His Holy Spirit gives us His love with which we share both vertically and horizontally. So continue to share Christ with others. He is our only hope. The gospel is the answer to uh, what's going on around us and what's going on within us. And just know this, church, that uh, as we continue to be one in Christ, yes, we will see differences. And in those moments, let's ask the Holy Spirit to supernaturally show us God's love so that we can 
in a spiritual way, in a supernatural way, also love one another.